0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for February 3, 2011, and now the news. Car sales in the U.S. in January hit an annualized rate of 12.5 million units, the fourth month in a row that that has happened. Total sales came in at 817,000 vehicles, a 17% increase over a year ago. Amongst the major manufacturers, Chrysler had the biggest increase in sales of all, nearly 24%. General Motors was hot on its heels with a nearly 23% increase. Once again, small cars, mid-sized cars, and hybrids lost market share. Crossovers, SUVs, and pickups all captured more of the market. There's so much to read into the numbers here that we can't get to it all, but here is one fascinating tidbit. The Honda Accord really took it on the chin. In fact, the Chevrolet Impala easily outsold the Accord. But even though the market is recovering, Bloomberg reports that Toyota and General Motors are raising their incentives. That means they're going for market share, not for profitability, which could trigger a price war. And that is a problem for everyone. This is an industry that desperately needs to boost profitability to cover the losses of the last few years and to fund new product development. But the Ford Motor Company, which has been the darling of the media and Wall Street, Posted shockingly poor profits in the fourth quarter of only $190 million. The street had been expecting profits of nearly $2 billion. That triggered a big sell-off in the company stock, which plummeted 18% in just a couple of days. And that does not look good for the future. For months now, we've been warning that rising commodity prices were going to hurt the industry. Indeed, Ford says. Rising commodity prices hurt its profitability in every geographic region of the world. Steelmakers have increased prices six times since November for a total of more than 20% because of surging prices for iron ore. Yesterday, Bridgestone announced it's raising tire prices in North America by 8% because of surging prices for natural rubber. Ward's reports that automakers realize they cannot force suppliers to absorb raw material costs because it could cause parts of the supplier community to collapse. So automakers are absorbing those costs. We thought that automakers would pass those costs along to consumers, but in the short run, that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Instead, we see GM and Toyota starting a price war, and we see profits plummeting at Ford. And that means the recovery in the auto industry does not look as rosy as it did just a couple of months ago. Hey who says the French and the Germans can't get along? For years PSA and BMW have cooperated on a common four-cylinder engine architecture and now they're joining forces to develop hybrid technology. Wards reports the two automakers want to work together to save money and gain economies of scale. The companies would also like to sell components and services to other automakers. One potential hurdle that the pair face? Developing a hybrid system that works with different vehicle architectures. Most of BMW's models are rear drive while all of PSA's are front drive. There's a war going on right now and the battlefield is New York City. Don't worry, the only casualty will be the Ford Crown Victoria. According to Bloomberg, automakers are vying to win the city's Taxi of Tomorrow competition. Surprisingly, two of the three finalists come from Turkey. It's down to the Ford Transit Connect and the Carsan V1, which are built in Turkey. It also includes a van from Nissan that's based on its NV200 commercial vehicle. You know, it's going to be interesting to see which one of these vehicles wins the coveted 10-year contract, because New York City only wants one kind of vehicle for its entire taxi fleet. Hyundai is going to start publishing its CAFE numbers every single month. In January, the South Korean automaker's fleet average rated at 34.7 miles per gallon, which is up three-tenths from December. John Krafchek, the company's head honcho in the U.S., is quoted as saying, we look at this information internally, so we thought, why not share it externally? This is an important play, and here's why. Hyundai wants to remind lawmakers and consumers every month that it's got the best fuel economy of all. And that could put pressure on regulators to raise CAFE. Of course, the company's being a little bit shady because it's not a full line manufacturer. But you know what? If I were Kraftchick, I'd do the same thing. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. And now it's time for you said it a lot of you posted comments on the horror story of red light cameras at intersections tony gray wrote in to say here we go again with those red light cameras it's a fallacy they don't mention the massive increase in rear end collisions that occur at these same intersections when the cameras are installed tony you're right the red light cameras do result in more rear enders but you know I'd rather get rear-ended than T-boned any day of the week. Andy S. weighed in by saying, the IIHS justifies them because fatalities declined in cities that have red light cameras. But haven't fatalities been declining across the entire country? And if so, aren't red light cameras nothing more than another revenue-generating tool for municipalities? Andy, great point. Traffic fatalities are way down in the last couple of years. We'll have to find out if the IIHS used any control locations in its study. You know, like they do with placebos in medical experiments. And Steve made this point. He says, lights at intersections are the past. Can't wait till they're all replaced with roundabouts. They are far safer than lights and more traffic moves smoother through them and are very economical. They just need to educate drivers how to use them correctly. That's the only problem with them. Steve, I could not agree more. Roundabouts are the way to go. And even though some people can't stand them, I'll bet if they grew up with roundabouts, they'd hate traffic lights even more. And Tom L. saw our report that Renault's going to offer its own brand of tires called Motrio. I wondered who's going to make these tires. So he wrote in to say, Hi John, Pirelli makes the tires. For Renault. You know, I love it when our viewers send in the information that we don't have, so keep those letters coming. And don't forget to tune in tonight for AutoLine After Hours. Our special guest tonight will be John Warniak, Vice President of Vehicle Technology for SEMA. Also stopping by the studio will be Frank Marcus from Motor Trend Magazine. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for AutoLine after hours. That brings us to the end of today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.